Here, we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla, and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. Hey friends, welcome back. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is carbs. I love carbs so much. I used to not eat them because I felt bad because diet culture had taught us that carbs will make you fat and and you shouldn't eat carbs and you have more worth on the days you don't eat carbs so I'd feel so good about myself when I would go a whole day without eating any carbs and it was such a sad life because I love carbs so much and they make me feel so so good too like physically but also it mentally satisfies me I know my husband he's a meat dude he he really likes meat and so if there's not meat at a meal he doesn't feel so satisfied mentally maybe he's full physically from the meal but he doesn't feel mentally satisfied and um, that's part of intuitive eating is learning to fill yourself so you're physically full but also choosing foods that mentally emotionally satisfy you and that is foods that are pleasurable to you to taste and um, to eat and for me that's carbs if a meal doesn't have carbs I do not feel emotionally like satisfied from that meal and so it was really sad when I would avoid carbs even though I love them it's like my favorite thing ever to eat and so today we're going to talk about um why carbs are awesome and I titled this podcast Jesus thought carbs were the bomb.com and why you should too um yeah so let's stop hating on carbs carbs are not out to get you but they're rather they're out to bless your body I want to say that again carbs are not out to get you but rather bless your body Jesus is our ultimate role model and modeling life after how he lived and how he ate will always steer you right. Copying the customs of diet culture will steer you wrong though, like avoiding carbs. Bad things happen when we don't eat carbs. Romans 12.2 commands us to not copy the patterns of this world. And diet culture is of this world and it's not in alignment with freedom talked about in the Bible. Did you notice how Jesus was often breaking bread with people? Yeah, he was not afraid of bread. In fact, he instructs us to eat bread when he talks about in Luke 22, talking about communion. In communion, the bread is representing the Lord's body. God often refers to himself as the bread of life, too. God would never associate himself with something evil. Only good is within him. Only good things represent him. So when he calls himself the bread of life, we know that bread is not a bad thing, but it gives life. And we actually need out of all the macronutrients, macronutrients are uh, protein, fat, and carbohydrates. We actually are designed by God intentionally to need carbs in the highest amount. And there are parts of our body uh, or of our brain that can't function properly if we don't give it carbs to fuel those parts in our brain. And that's why when people go on low carb diets or no carb diets, 
bad things start to happen to their bodies. Like if you go deep into the hole of researching keto diets, um, it's kind of crazy some of the things that can happen to your body when your body and your brain is like, oh my goodness, I need carbs for my brain and what do I do? So it starts using protein instead for things that are actually designed to, they need the carbs to function, but they start using protein and then then it's crazy and it actually um, sometimes will start eating your muscles and organs and it's crazy. I had a nutrition class in university, Nutrition 101, and it was just wild and when I was sitting in that big um, auditorium listening to the dietitian give our lecture the professor and she was talking about how like your body will start to eat itself when you don't give it the right um, nutrients that it needs I was just like oh my goodness body I am so sorry I said sorry to my body I'm so sorry for for putting you through what I did and I avoided certain foods that you really needed to function well you were designed by God to thrive when I eat those things and I denied you of that and I'm so sorry for not being a good steward of my body and I knew that God forgave me though so I didn't sit in that I didn't um, dwell on I'm a horrible person I'm like I'm forgiven Um, I know better do better I love that saying I know that carbs are good for me now so I'm gonna choose better I'm not gonna avoid them so anyways it is crazy what happens to your body when you don't give it um, carbohydrates so yeah, I used to go days without eating carbs and I thought I was so quote-unquote good and quote-unquote healthy, but really I was just being restrictive and deceived. Uh, Satan is referred to as the father of lies and he puts lies out there about food often and um, one of them is about carbs, that carbs are bad and we should avoid them and we're bad if we eat them, but um, yeah, I love carbs so much so that was so sad when I would... Um, avoid carbs and I eat carbs at almost every meal now I honor the satisfaction factor factor the satisfaction factor and that's the fifth principle of intuitive eating it's called discovering the satisfaction factor and that is definitely my favorite principle of intuitive eating and it's learning how to eat satisfying foods for you personally and eating them in a satisfying environment with satisfying mindsets and um, satisfying mindsets are not guilt-filled but they're peaceful they're thankful and um, yeah it's just learning how to allow myself to eat what satisfies me personally and yeah I just feel like I'm missing out if I don't have grains at a meal and especially when I run in the summer um if I don't eat enough carbs before that meal or for that before that run, I like feel so gassed or like deplete, like not gassy, but you know, like gas, like I'm out of gas. <laughs> Sometimes I'm gassy on a run if I eat beans <laughs> beforehand. I really do love bean brownies, but um, yeah, if I don't eat enough carbs before a run, I definitely notice that around 25 minutes into that run, I'm just running out of energy. And so it's really cool to associate carbs with It gives me energy. It doesn't give me bad things. It gives me good things. And carbs are created by God. And God, Jesus ate them. So if he ate them, then we can eat them too. Because God doesn't role model things. Jesus didn't role model things that we shouldn't do. Something that helped me change my negative mindset towards carbs, which I had learned from media and magazines and conversations at work or school, etc. And even from sermons. Sometimes pastors can hate on um, 
food groups from the pulpit. And later on, we're going to do um, an episode on how diet culture has infiltrated the church and what we can do about that. So I'm excited for that episode coming up in a few weeks. But yeah, something that helped me change my negative mindset towards carbs was bringing science into it, actually, using logic. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a sound mind. And sometimes a way to engage that sound mind is to look at the facts and like, question like is this true asking the question why is this true about carbs is it actually going to do bad things to me let's look at the science like let's look at god's design of the body does it function best without carbs or with carbs so researching what a carb is and why we need it was really helpful for me and it turns out carbs are pretty essential and like i said out of all the macronutrients we need it carbohydrates in the highest percentage of our overall intake in a day it's the body's main um, and like slash preferred source of energy and god again says he's the bread of life and man can't live on bread alone um, inferring that bread is needed for life we need him like he's the main bread like capital b we can't live on um, food alone we need god to nourish us but we just that statement like he is the bread of life and man can't live on bread alone it it does infer that like bread is life-giving it so yeah carbs they really help us get enough fiber in too um and fiber helps us digest better when you don't have enough fiber in your diet you notice you can't poop (laughs) so and and there's two different kinds of fiber like insoluble and soluble fiber and i can't remember which one is which but one helps you poop and then the other one um it helps you lower like bad cholesterol levels in your body and it's so cool what fiber does and um carbs especially whole grain carbs like whole wheat bread and whole grain cereals and things like that it it helps us get fiber in and it's super helpful you feel better when you're not clogged up when you're not constipated and carbs also give us quick energy and they're digested easier than other macronutrients the brain can't store glucose so which are carbs broken down so it needs to be replenished often often because it can't store uh, the glucose. So when you have brain fog, when you have lack of con- concentration, concentration, there we go. Um, ask yourself, did I eat carbs today? Like if my brain is feeling so foggy, I can't focus on work at the computer. Did I eat any carbs today? Experiment. And do you feel better when eating carbs? I know I definitely do. And sometimes when you have that brain fog, it's because you didn't give your body, your brain, the carbs that it needed. And carbs are okay to eat every day at every meal if you want, if that feels good to you. Carbs are okay to eat in multiple ways at the same meal too. Pasta and garlic bread is great, am I right? Or having a sandwich and a granola bar. I know when I was deep in food rules, I was like, no, I can only have one of each food group at every meal. And like, you just get these weird food rules that you're like, I don't even know where that came from. But I had that. And now every time I eat like a wrap or um, with a granola bar, if I eat, I don't know, like a muffin and some trail mix that has cereal in it, like I'm like, this is freedom. Like the old me would have never done this. And this is awesome that I don't look like the old me. Like no food rules wherever those food rules came from, like being free of them is so awesome. So it is okay to eat a couple servings of grain at um, a meal if you, if you want. So let your body guide you for how much feels good of carbs, not diet culture. Let God guide you 
for how many carbs to eat in a day. And you let God guide you in your carbohydrate decisions and consumption by listening to the body cues he put in you by observation, noticing like how much carbohydrates at a meal during a day feels good to my body and it'll be different for different people. Maybe eating carbs as much as I do, maybe that won't feel as good to you and that's okay. Maybe um, what kind of carbs I like is different than you too. And carbs isn't just bread and rice and um, it is also like starchy vegetables like potatoes, um, uh, corn, things like that. Um, I think even some fruit is carbohydrates too. If I'm, Yeah, like bananas and so I think so. But so fat was the quote-unquote devil for a while and people were shamed for eating it and now it's carbs that are being attacked in marketing by diet culture and it will eventually be a new food i bet maybe protein i don't know i don't know if protein's ever been attacked yet but maybe it's coming so just like what is quote-unquote beautiful to the world changes once it was an hourglass figure was so beautiful when women had that body shape then it was rail thin was beautiful and now it's ripped and strong um it just keeps changing. It's really opinion-based because it's not a fact. It just keeps changing. So just because the world hates on a food group or a macronutrient doesn't mean that it's actually a bad thing to consume. Just like the ideal, quote-unquote, ideal body type for a woman keeps changing, it doesn't mean that if you have the one that's not the current trending beautiful body type it doesn't mean that the one you have is wrong we need to remember these mindsets and that's why getting in the word of god every day is so important because again romans 12 talks about not conforming to the patterns of this world and like the thought patterns and the beliefs of this world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind and we do that by getting in the word of god it's like a it's like a car wash for our brain. When we read the word of God, it reminds us who we are in Christ. It reminds us what we can do in Christ, what we have in Christ. And when you get exposed to the truth, then when you leave your house and you're out in the world and you get exposed to the lies, you're like, no, no, no. I read in my Bible today XYZ and that is not lining up like what that teacher said or what that um, movie said or like whatever. So it's so important to know the truth so that when the lie crosses your path about food, your worth, your body shape, God's love or whatever, you know that's not true. I was on a coaching call with a client a few weeks ago and we were talking about this concept and I had shared that my mom works at a bank she's like uh i don't even know what her role is but I, she's a manager hype manager um at a bank and they teach the the people that work at the bank like the tellers they teach them about counterfeit money and how to identify it when it comes in because sometimes it does forged checks and forged money and stuff like that comes in so they train them by giving them real money to like touch and to fold and just smell and just get so used to like how it is and so then when they give them some fake money to in this practice and when they're just practicing this they are able to be like oh this one's fake it doesn't feel like the real stuff like i am so certain of what the real stuff feels like because i've been exposed to it intentionally and often that i know that that's a fake five dollar bill or i know that that's a hundred dollar bills they don't have that mark on them or they have this shiny part in this corner and this one doesn't or like it shouldn't be able to fold this way it's made with this material and this one doesn't like it doesn't add up so that's what we need to do with the word of god it's so crucial like is to get exposed to it often so that 
that when we are exposed to the lies, we just, we know what the truth is and we can call it what it is. We can say like, that's a lie. It doesn't match up with the truth, the the real stuff that I know um, about myself. So I hope that's helpful. I really love analogies like that. So hopefully that's helpful. But are you fearful of white carbs? Maybe I know I was for a while. Your body still knows how to use white carbs though. And that was really helpful for me to overcome my fear of white carbs was learning like, you know, God designed my body to use white carbs. Like you see kids running around at recess after eating goldfish crackers and not the whole grain ones, and they have energy to play. God made our body so smart and it can still grab nutrients from a donut. It can still grab nutrients from a white cracker. So your body it will take care of you and it will get nutrients from the foods. Yes, white carbs don't have as much fiber, but that's okay. It's all about balance. So maybe you're having a bowl of lentil soup, super high in fiber, and then you pair it with a white slice of sourdough bread or something like that. Or yes, yeah, so your body is still going to quote unquote count the fiber filled breakfast you had, even if you have a white ham sandwich at lunch it takes the grand total from the day it doesn't just say like oh we're only taking the fiber count from lunch like that chia pudding you had at breakfast doesn't count it looks it zooms out your body zooms out at the whole intake of the day the week the month and diet culture gets us to zoom in on just the meal and it's like nope at the end of the day at the end of the week your body like tallies up the full total of all your fiber your protein your um, carbs all that stuff so that's just a different way of looking at it that it's that it's okay to it's okay to eat white bread and your body will be just fine um is your fear of carbs weight gain related i want to remind you that overeating kale will do that it's not food specific it's eating anything in excess that causes um, weight gain it's not specific to carbs so let's pray to end this conversation Dear Heavenly Father, we declare today that no more fear of carbs will remain in the lives and minds of everyone listening. In Jesus' name, we bind carb fear and we lose the joy and appreciation of it back into our lives. Thank you for leaving the word for us to watch how you approached even eating, Jesus, so we can use it as an example for our own life. Thank you that we saw that you we saw you in the scriptures consuming communion and just joyfully. You weren't fearful when you were like breaking bread you're doing it with joy and appreciation so thank you for leaving that example for us to dwell on thank you for your body that was broken for us on the cross so that by your wounds we are healed even healed of food fears in jesus matchless name i pray this amen hey friend do you love this podcast has it been a blessing to you The best way you can thank me for producing the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast is by telling a friend about it or sharing a screenshot of the episode you tuned into on your stories. Better yet, leave a five-star rating and a really nice review on iTunes to encourage others to check it out and see what all the hype is about. Thank you!